Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. You know our trusted partner TireRack.com for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Vredestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, 3 and Out Podcast in the middle of Corona. I uh, hope everyone's being safe out there, quarantining. I, I think I've been, I have an official mandate in the Bay Area. Seven million people, we got to quarantine. you got to stay in. Unless your dog needs to take a leak or you want to get a little exercise, but you got to stay away from people. Business is shutting down. Crazy freaking times. I mean, I, I, as crazy as these last five or six days have been, I would imagine it's only going to get a little crazier, you know, and I'll dive into just off the top some of my thoughts on the league doing this. I keep going back and forth, but it, the league year started, and we got Hopkins traded, Buckner traded, Armstead re-signs, Byron Jones signed, Tannehill gets huge money, the Ravens make a bunch of moves, Baker has no excuses, we'll talk about it all on the show, uh... Of course, you can slide in my DMs. At John Middlecoff is my Instagram and my Twitter handle. Uh, it's wide open. I'll try to answer a bunch of questions. I, I probably have so many today. I don't know exactly how I'll do it, but I'll, I'll attempt to. And uh, we'll just I'll keep swinging. You know, what are you going to do? Like I talked about on Friday, these are unprecedented times. Some weird territory. But luckily, given what I do, I mean, I record this from a home office. And you guys consume this on your phone. So I, I guess I'm lucky that you read some of these stories on guys and their businesses. They're not able to come to work. Then I'm able to still talk about what I like to talk about. And luckily I like to talk and I got some takes and it happened. It's why I was very uncomfortable with the NFL starting the league year. And they leaked out pretty early on Sunday that they tried to move this bad boy and the NFLPA wouldn't allow them. 
Now, I do understand because unlike most businesses, like I feel for the checker at Safeway right now where you got to keep places like Safeway or wherever you may live, whatever the grocery stores are so people can eat. I know the Safeway that I go to, most of the checkers, a decent percentage of them feel like they're over 60 plus and they don't have a choice. Yet they're in there. A lot of people are going in and out like they got to be around people. They're kind of being forced to. It's a shitty deal. It really is. And those are the type of people that I'm feeling for right now. And I was like, NFL free agency is going to happen when all these major cities are going to be shutting down this week. Albert Breer, Peter King, talked to anonymous GMs. All of them. Every single one of them that they quoted in their articles was just shitting on this decision. Ignorant, arrogant, just ridiculous. Now, the counter, and because I'm not just, you guys know me, I'm not moral high horse guy. But, like, you're not, there aren't in-person videos, or excuse me, visits right now. Those have all been canceled. If a guy's going to get a physical, it's going to be at a neutral site, which I would imagine teams are going to be a little uncomfortable with. I got a text from someone that ran into an NFL head coach that is in the football circle, and that coach told him, like, last Friday or Saturday, OTAs aren't happening. And I saw someone just tweeted right before I pressed record, the offseason has been suspended indefinitely. So, yeah, all these guys are getting signed, and I guess officially, unless they were your own guy, I don't think you can put pen to the paper till Wednesday. But the football, there's going to be nothing really happening potentially all spring. I actually have a couple theories on why Tannehill was signed there. I think Derek Carr is a lot safer now because of that. It's going to have huge domino effects. Think about all the new coaches. When you get hired as a new coach, your staff is usually able to reconvene a week earlier before the rest of the league. Uh, for your off-season activity. So this is just, listen, it's uncharted territory. We'll take it day by day. The the league, I think I already mentioned this, but the league immediately got out that it was the NFLPA. The NFLPA, the union, did not want this to not go down, which is understandable. Mike Tannenbaum, former GM, tweeted out on Sunday that over $230 million of bonuses were due at the start of the league year on Wednesday. My solution would have been this. Pay the bonuses, push back free agency a couple weeks, and, and, and tentatively and see what happens. Now, I, I guess I'm glad it happened. It gives me a lot to talk about today, but it's not like I'm not even weirded out talking about it at all. I, I, I just do understand where these GMs and league personnel, I, I mean, I'm texting with my buddies. They're not with their GM right now in the scouting world. They're at home. Now, luckily, and I talked about this last week, a lot of the works, the hay is in the barn, but things change. Like Texas with someone with the Niners. I don't think they exactly knew the way this was going to all play out. They had a plan what they were hoping for, but you still need to get Ballard to say yes on the first round pick. So, you know, it's just, it was a crazy day. It's, it's been a, I mean, it's been a crazy couple weeks. It's been a crazy weekend. I'm talking football. I'm talking Corona. I'm talking the whole thing. These are just wild freaking times. Uh, and the NFL, they benefited from just the, the time in which Corona hit was early March, right? Or you could argue in February, whenever it really kind of started coming. But in February, in late February, I was at the Combine. Think about that. I was I was talking with a buddy the other day that like, we're at the Combine. Everyone's running into each other, interviewing people, hugging people. And three weeks later, it's like, no gatherings. Like, a lot's changed. And, I mean, I think running by players, agents, everyone's out of the bar. The main bar at the Combine, you got coaches, media, 
Now, granted, most people in there are younger, but still, just you're shoulder to shoulder. You can't move. Three weeks later, it's like OTA suspended indefinitely. So you just, we don't know what's coming with this thing because I, I would have told you a week ago, and I was someone that a couple weeks ago, yeah, how serious is this thing? Well, by about once March Madness, the Masters, Vegas, once Vegas started shutting down, now, by the time Vegas shut down, it was Sunday. It was clear that this thing was not going away and it was getting serious. But I would say middle of the week last week, it, it was clear this thing was pretty nuts. Now, the NFL chose to go through with it, mainly, and I do think the NFLPA forced their hand. I'm not trying to give Goodell credit on this one because I, I would imagine many owners and even Roger probably thought we can own the real estate, which clearly they are. They're the only thing anyone's talking about because they're the only thing that actually things are happening. But, you know, I, I think they probably could have worked around it, but that's it's a pointless conversation now because I, I'm not one to complain over something. Like, once it happens, it's, it is what it is, and we're, we're moving forward. And the, these are, there was a lot of movement today. You know, teams got better. Some teams got worse. As of recording this, we still don't know some, I guess, Tom Brady's the big, big name, uh, and we'll get into him a little later, but I, I think it's pretty clear it's it's pointing like he's going to go back to the Patriots, but you would say that the Bucks coming full bore after him and, and the Chargers, uh, but free agency is off and running. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
Sometimes it's a struggle between buying what you want over buying what you need. But with the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can do both. You earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you can earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like those new golf clubs you've been eyeing, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a divot repair tool for after you've torn up your lawn. Let's try that again. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like workout equipment for your home, and then earn 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller to soothe your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the active cash credit card. It's ready when you are. With unlimited 2% cash rewards, the Wells Fargo active cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Okay, let's talk about trades. And today you saw high-level organizations, teams that know what they're doing. I say it all the time, the NFL probably more than any big business in this world because most billion-dollar industries are run by smart people. Tim Cook, Jeff Bezos, I mean, these are highly intelligent individuals. You, you can go around, people run at Google, you know, people running Wells Fargo, even though actually you watch Dirty Money on, on uh, Netflix. Wells Fargo, who I'm actually, I mean, I've been banking with my whole life. Some shady stuff went on. But the NFL is clearly split between the meatheads and the intelligent people. And basically, Bill O'Brien and everyone else. The NFL is a league predicated on, one, obviously good coaching. But to win in the playoffs, you need premium players. I think one of the most underrated parts about the Patriots over the years they beat you because they had elite players at several positions. I mean, they had the best quarterback ever. They had really good offensive lines. You know, just a couple years ago, Trent Brown was their left tackle. He was one of the highest paid offensive linemen ever last year by the Raiders. He's a really good player. Gronkowski, Hall of Famer. Edelman, dominant slot receiver. McCourty, very, very good. Stephon Gilmore, defensive player of the year. Matt Slater is one of the greatest special teams players ever. So, look at last year. The Niners versus the Chiefs. Tyreek Hill, Kelsey, Chris Jones, Frank Clark, Mahomes, Buckner, Armstead, Bosa, Kittle. This is not, you need elite blue chip players. And there are two ways to get them. One, you can trade for them, or you can draft them high. But when you, if you're a team going to trade a guy, Khalil Mack, Jalen Ramsey, Laramie Tunzel, DeAndre Hopkins, you better get a boatload back. Because to win big games, 
you need guys like DeAndre on your team. And you need to surround them with other elite players. And to trade DeAndre Hopkins, because you had you didn't like him or he didn't like you or whatever, for a overpaid running back and a second round pick is embarrassing. Stefan Diggs, I'm glad I recorded this late, was just traded for a first round pick. Check the resumes who you'd rather have between DeAndre Hopkins and Stephon Diggs. And I like Stephon Diggs. I might have traded a first-round pick for him. DeAndre Hopkins is a better player. You have to, when you're trading a premium, you have to get a premium back. And there have been back-to-back years where Bill O'Brien waited on Clowney till the, basically, training camp, or actually, was the season already going? I I even forget. And got a third-round pick and a couple special teams players. If he would have traded him right now, he might have got a late first, early second round pick. DeAndre Hopkins, you actually traded at the right time, but you're valuing a running back when the entire league doesn't value running backs. The entire league goes running backs, not a value, right? It's like brick and mortars right now are very hit or miss. What is the stock market value in America? Well, a lot of tech stocks because they got big upside. Well, I know what running backs are not really in vogue right now because the the league would show you I can get them in the third, the fourth, undrafted free agents. I can acquire them for cheap. And then when I do pay them big, historically, it doesn't pay off. You traded one of the best players in franchise history for an overpaid running back who's been injured, which that which the Cardinals got in the middle of the third round? And a second round pick for DeAndre Hopkins? Give me a break. How does that happen? And they trade Stefan Diggs, who's not as good a player as Hopkins. Doesn't have as long of a resume. And they get a first-round pick. What is it, pick 21? Look at the 49ers. Well, Bill O'Brien, the Ivy League meathead. That's what I'm going to call him, the Ivy League meathead. The 49ers. Parag, NBA Stanford. One of the smartest, smartest money guy in the league right there with Howie and Belichick. John Lynch, Stanford grad. Kyle Shanahan, football savant. What did they do today? They took a step back. They took a deep breath. You know what DeForest Buckner was with the 49ers? A team captain. One of their best players. But as I said on my other podcast, Haberman and Middlecoff, about a month ago, the 49ers offered him $60 million, Buckner, last year. He turned it down. Or over $60 million in guaranteed money. Turned it down. So what do you think he was looking for this year? Huge cash. So the Niners went, okay, we're not going to play chess. Or excuse me, we're not going to play checkers. Let's play a little chess. We can get Armstead, who we're going to sign before Buckner, so we don't wait till after we, we trade Buckner, and then Armstead's leverage over us goes way up. We'll get him on a team-friendly deal, because he's an hour from an hour away in Sacramento. He likes playing here close to his family. He's a West Coast guy. He wants to be here. So we're going to get him on a number that if we were start bidding against other people, that number would be higher. We'll get him to sign. Then we will trade Buckner, who we love, and is a overall is a more complete player than Armstead. While Armstead's higher upside as an interior pass rush might be there, but there's still some unknown. He's a one-year wonder. But to me, the point is, I get him for way cheaper, and I trade Buckner, and I get pick 13. DeForest Buckner, you know, you could argue, has had the career of DeAndre Hopkins. And the other thing is, you got to pay DeForest Buckner. Get pick 13. How? Look at Bill O'Brien. He got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. He got a second round pick and an overpaid running back. 
So you got the Bills. You, you heard Sean McDermott on this podcast last week. He's just a high-level guy. Now, that's a bold risk. Diggs can be a little bit of a diva. Diggs is the one guy. It's not like he's been playing in a crappy organization. They win all the time. He makes big plays for him. Now, he wanted out. Maybe he didn't like Cousins. You know, Josh Allen's not exactly Mr. Accuracy down the field. But I, I like the move. Just a high-level move. Vikings, pretty high-level operation, too. Like, listen, it's not working out. Let's get a huge package for him. Boom, boom. Win-win. Niners, win-win. You get Buckner, we get pick 13. Win-win. Ballard. DeForest Buckner is exactly Ballard's type of player. Overachiever. High-level guy. But a really good player. Super high character. Immediate team captain. Been on good teams. Proven in the league. Long track record. He fits. He is a Colt. He fits their, their mold, what they want, perfectly. Like that, those two deals, win-win, win-win. Both, both teams feel good. I mean, the Texans can pretend they feel good. It's moronic business. Even J.J. Watt tweeted something today. Basically like, God, this tweet didn't age well enough. And it was like, God, this is getting crazy. Talking about like the coronavirus last week. What do you think DeAndre Hopkins is in the history of their franchise? One of the top four or five best players in the history of the Houston Texans? Now they've only been around 20 years, but still. It's inexcusable. It's embarrassing. Not everyone should be a general manager in this league. Bill O'Brien is a more accomplished Chip Kelly. That's that's what he is right now. He's a more accomplished Chip Kelly. Now he goes to the playoffs a lot. Like he knows how to coach, but since he's got the power, whether he doesn't know how to handle it, whether he doesn't know how to evaluate, whether he doesn't understand value, the the NFL and the op. When you leave the season, the season is about scheming, is about coaching, is about plays. Once the offseason hits, it's not about any of that shit. It's about understanding how much a player costs, understanding what a player's value is on the open market, understanding what a player will get back, understanding what players are going to be there when you draft in certain spots. It's the stock market from about February 1st till training camp. What can I trade this guy for? This guy doesn't fit. What can we flip him for? It's a smart guy league. Like in the, people think like baseball and basketball are smart guy leagues. Yeah, just shoot threes, shift. Like in game, they have a lot of maneuverability. But at the end of the day, basketball is all about finding max players, right? It's just that simple end of story point, period, point blank. Daryl Morey, quote unquote, the most intelligent general manager in the league. He just star chases 24-7. That's all he does. Baseball, I mean, let's let's be real. If you have the best players and good pitchers, you're probably going to win. You know, and there's an economical disparity in the sport. Football, because one, unlike basketball, there is a ton of good players out there. And unlike baseball, every team has money. The margins are very slim. Coach Reed told me that when I interviewed him at the Combine. The difference between winning and losing is in the regular season is small. In the playoffs, it's even smaller. And the Texans, who have been a playoff team, the reason, the way to get over the edge in the playoffs is not like get more solid players. It's about having premium players, having good depth and premium players. That's why when you had a 24-0 lead on the Chiefs, you couldn't hold them off because Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey, they were coming for that ass. Frank Clark, Chris Jones, the Honey Badger, making Plays, kicking your butt, 50 uh, unanswered points. They got more blue chippers than you do. How about this? Keep Hopkins, 
Add blue chippers around them. Keep good players. And then add. Stop giving away your draft picks. What are you doing? I, I don't get it. It never makes any sense. How could this guy go to an Ivy League school and not be an Ivy League operator? Shows you. They're frauds. You know, that's why we call Cal Poly the Harvard of the West Coast. Yeah, we're just state school, but we produce smart guys. Where'd Billy O go? Columbia, Princeton. He went to one of those schools. And he's just the worst general manager beside Gettleman and Chip Kelly I think I've ever seen. It's just awful. And he just keeps doing the same crazy deals. What are you... DeAndre Hopkins? At least you go, you know, if you would have told, you know what, John, the 49ers traded to Forrest Buckner. They got back a third round pick. I would have puked in my mouth. You know what, John? The the Vikings traded Stephon Diggs. They got a third round pick and a linebacker. I, I, I would have fallen to the floor. But you know what you say? You know, John, they traded Stephon Diggs. They got back pick 21. High level operation. They got, they just, they traded to Forrest Buckner. They got back 13. Jesus, that's a steal. But you go, they needed, the Colts needed a defensive lineman. The Vikings desperately needed to add some depth, get more first round. I get it. You go, they traded DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, what they get back? Pick 20? No, John, they got back a, a running back who makes $10 million a year and really hasn't been that good the last couple of years. He's been injured a lot. And, you know, like a pick, I don't know, in the early 40s. Huh? What? Huh? What, what, what'd you say? Didn't Odell Beckham just go for pick 17 last year? This is a league of comps. This is a league of precedent. It's like the it's like the law. I'm not, I never go to law school, but everyone always says that. Well, I've watched enough law, law shows that go, everything's about precedent. Things that happened before. Football's the same way. You go, Stephon Diggs, not quite as good as Odell, but the Bills are a little desperate. So you get, last year Odell went for 17. This year Diggs goes for picking the early 20s. Buckner, that's a little unprecedented of a move. But you know what? This is also why you make trades in the spring. So you know what pick you're getting. Because when you trade Khalil Mack, when you trade Clowney, when you trade, now Clowney was for a third-round pick, when you trade even Tunzel for some of these guys, once training camp happens, you don't know where that pick's going to land. I trade Diggs, I know exactly where my pick goes. I trade Buckner, I know exactly what pick I get. It's why smart teams have a plan. And they form that plan in February. And then they execute it in March. This isn't that complicated. It really is not. And I'm not, you, you guys know me, I'm not Mr. Overreactor on stuff. If anything, like I, I go the opposite where the media goes. But Bill O'Brien is, a, is kind of a joke right now. He really is. He has no business being the general manager. And you saw Parag and John and Kyle, high-level shit. Chris Ballard made a bold move, but you understand it. Sean McDermott, they need a wide receiver. Boom, get one. The Vikings need to replenish. Well, Diggs doesn't want to be there. Go get a solid first-round pick. Niners playoffs, Bills playoffs, Colts. I mean, Jacoby was a train wreck, or they would have been a fringe playoff team, and, and T.Y. got hurt. And, and the Vikings, playoffs. So you got three of those four teams' playoffs, and the Colts had some weird circumstances with their quarterback. Or they, They're a high-level operation. And then you got the Texans that you just scratch your head. What are we doing? If I was a Texans fan, or I lived in Houston, and they just traded DeAndre Hopkins, I'd be apoplectic. I'd be speechless. I'd be furious. I'd be... I, I I might think about rooting for another team. Like, well, what's the what's the whole point of sports? 
our best player who produces and is a good guy, and you get rid of him because you guys don't see eye to eye? Maybe it's you, buddy. You don't get along with anyone. Clowney goes to the Seattle. Boom, playoffs. Is their best defensive lineman. What do you think Hopkins is going to do for the Cardinals? He's going to produce. He's going to make plays. I, I, I just don't get it. So kudos to those other four teams making impressive moves. Impressive front offices. Smart teams. You know what, Ballard? I, I think it's a bold trade. I don't. I, it's a little rich for my taste, but I understand it. Vikings, Bills, no easy trade both sides. Niners do that trade every day of the week and twice on Sundays. Texans, Deshaun Watson, I'll, I'll pray for you and all the other people infected by Corona. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Sometimes it's a struggle between buying what you want over buying what you need. But with the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can do both. You earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you can earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like those new golf clubs you've been eyeing, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a divot repair tool or after you've torn up your lawn. Let's try that again. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like workout equipment for your home, and then earn 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller to soothe your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are. With unlimited 2% cash rewards, the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Okay, let's dive into uh, the corona impact on the quarterbacks. The OTAs, as I mentioned earlier, are going to be, I I don't think they're going to happen. I I don't think we see football. Now, I know technically we don't see football in the spring, but I I don't think we see team activities. You you can't get groups of 50 or bigger right now. So this football probably is going to start in training camp. Well, if you don't have OTAs, how can you possibly sign a new quarterback? Doesn't that change everything? Doesn't that, again, as of recording this, I don't have any Brady new news, doesn't that impact Tom Brady? Because if you're Tom Brady, you're not going to leave. If I have a short period of time to put something together, right, wouldn't I go with the person that I'm used to working with in any business, let alone football, which offensive football is really, really complicated, and Tom Brady's offense is known to be the most complicated, isn't it more likely if OTAs are getting scrapped? And I get they're going to be able to do virtual conferences, and everyone's like, well, I tweeted this out on like Sunday, and people are like, well, my business, everything's virtual. Yeah, here's the thing. While football is a billion-dollar business, the majority of the assistant coaches it's gonna that are over 45 don't know how to work a computer. So now they have IT guys, and people can help out. But I'm telling you, football, for being this billion-dollar operation, is not Mr. Tech-savvy when it comes to like, let's just do a virtual meeting room. <laughs> no, they, they don't operate like that. Now they're going to have to this spring. But there's a big difference between getting on the field, working it out, repping it out, being in the facility with the guys. I think this limits quarterbacks and teams who had ideas of moving on from their quarterback. I think it changes the plans. And I think you saw on Sunday that the, that the Titans said this to themselves. I don't know this. I haven't asked John Robinson this. And I like the signing because I think he realized this. We could try to get Tom, who's probably on the fence, and maybe he has to work through some things this week. But maybe by Thursday, he realized, you know what, Mike and, and John, I'm going to stay with the Patriots. And then you haven't tagged Tannehill, and John Gruden has signed him. Because I think it was pretty clear that if Ryan Tannehill would hit the open market and the Titans knew this, John Gruden would have signed him. So if you have an asset that you like, and the current climate of America is going to change the way you do business the next two or three months with your most important employee, and that's the quarterback, I, I think you got to play it a little more conservative. Like, is right now the time to be just buying stocks? Probably not. We got a lot of unknown moving forward. And Tom Brady, while he's a proven entity, a proven stock, it would be pretty risky. One is age, and two, just you're going to have Arthur Smith, first-time coordinator last year, first year being a coordinator, trying to integrate with Tom. It'd be bold. So they signed Ryan Tannehill. 
it was I didn't really know what his market was going to be, but he wasn't going to get like 30 or 40 million. He probably wasn't going to get 80 or 90. They gave him 62 million guaranteed. I think that's pretty fair. Ryan Tannehill, somehow he's like the better version of Sam Bradford. Before he signed that deal, he'd made $77 million in his career. This guarantees him at least 62. We'll probably see probably like 80. I mean, when when the dust settles, Ryan Tannehill's going to be worth like 180 million. But he was in the right place, right time. I also think this benefits Derek Carr. Ryan Tannehill didn't become available. Tom Brady probably not going to be interested. They're just going to sign Mariota, and Carr's going to be the quarterback. I think if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do not get Tom Brady, and one of the New England reporters on Monday morning reported that Tampa Bay made it loud and clear they want Tom. But if you're Tom, you go, Bruce Arians does have a unique offense. He throws deep. As Ken Stabler once famously said, and Tom Hanks, who has the corona but looks to be healthy, Signs his a uh, he signs his uh, emails by this Tom and then it just says throw deep baby that's what Bruce Arians likes to do throw bombs well Tom Brady threw bombs when he had Randy Moss for the last decade he checks down and throws quick out routes they they have a quick passing game offense so it would be a dramatic change now if the Corona hadn't existed I'd say you know what that's an interesting spot they got Mike Evans Chris Godwin and OJ Howard that combo could be elite. Mike Evans is borderline elite. Chris Godwin's a badass. He might be elite by the time midseason next year happens. And O.J. Howard's really talented. And they can always draft more sweet players or sign sweet players. But I think if you're Tom, you got to go with what you know because you might, time's not on your side. And really, at this point, you're just playing for legacy anyway. It's not about the money. It's not really about anything besides just trying to add stack rings, stack wins. There would be a huge unknown going to a new coordinator. I also think this puts Jameis Winston in play to stay in Tampa. And I'll give Tampa credit by not franchising him. Do you want to pay Jameis Winston $26 million? He threw 32 pi- or 30 picks last year. And I saw a, a tweet that went viral, had just a montage. He could have thrown 21 more. And at first, it's like 21 dropped interceptions. You think, well, some of these are going to be like one-handed tips. They were hitting guys in the hand in stride. Guys just drop them. There's a reason guys play defense. So, Jameis Winston, to me, it's like, yo, buddy, you just threw 30 freaking picks. You've never won a freaking thing in this league. I'll give you $15 million. Who else is paying you? I'll wait. Hang up and listen. Get back to me. Holler at me. And you're going to get him on the cheap. You're going to take advantage of Jameis. That, that's the, Jameis is not in a position of leverage or power right now. Now, ultimately, if they got to go back to him at $15, $16 million, that's a pretty good deal. I, I think that is probably the way it shakes out. The Chargers are an interesting option for Tom Brady. They trade for Trey Turner. They can draft the tackle. They got Mike Williams. They got Keenan Allen. They they franchise Hunter Henry. They signed Austin Eckler, who's a Tom Brady-type running back. They got two legit pass rushers. They have Derwin James, who's going to be healthy. Here's my issue. He's going to play for Anthony Lynn. I, I just close my eyes to Anthony Lynn. I just, I don't know. I, I don't think Anthony Lynn and think dynamic offense. And again, also factoring in, while the roster is good, this lack of OTAs, that's a huge transition. That is really big. Now, the LA thing, and here, here's the other kind of curveball. The story broke, I think, Sunday, that if Corona puts everything to a halt, what if construction is not able to take place over the next couple months? What if the new stadium in Los Angeles, and no state is more you know quicker to act on stuff like this than states like California that they might not allow stuff and unions. It gets very, very complicated very, very quickly. 
you just wonder, maybe the stadium's not ready. It's not inconceivable the Chargers are playing back in that little 30,000 stadium again. You think Tom Brady, if he gets wind of that, would play in that thing? Are you kidding me? You think uh, Jordan with the Wizards look bad? Imagine Tom Brady in a Charger powder blue uniform playing in front of 27,000 fans, cheering for the other team. That'd be weird. I'd, I'd like to avoid that at all costs if we could. So... I think the OTAs and the current climate of our world just has directly impacted the quarterback dominoes and something we've been talking about for a long time. But sometimes you just unforeseen things change the way. Like I, I do believe Tom Brady was probably open to some moves. You know, clearly, I don't think any of this stuff was fake. But after taking inventory, after seeing what the Corona was going to do to his potential spring of working with a coordinator of working with a coach. Remember, Tom Brady hasn't gone to OTAs with the Patriots the last two years. Two years ago, they won the Super Bowl. This year, they went 12-4, and four, and obviously they lost in the first round. Hasn't been to not one off-season practice. Not one. Well, he can do the same this year. Stay with the Patriots. Obviously, it's going to be canceled, but it, he'll just be used to it. This is how he's operated anyway. Business as usual. Tom Brady, no OTAs, no problem. I, I, I was talking to someone this weekend in the league, and I mentioned, you know what's weird about the NFL? There hasn't been a major quarterback bust in a long time. You know, like Trubisky, clearly he's not worth the second overall pick. And Deshaun Watt, the quarterbacks that came after him, I mean, Deshaun Watson's a star, and Mahomes is like the best player we've ever seen. But Trubisky's like better than Joey Harrington's and the Ryan Leafs and the Achilles Smiths. There really hasn't been just, you know, the Wentz, Goff. Just think about Darnold, even Josh Allen. I mean, Lamar Jackson, a lot of these guys are functional. Even the guy, like Josh Rosen, is just kind of an unknown. Probably, it's just hard to even put up. If if Josh Rosen was a a class in college, it would just be incomplete. That would be your grade. You'd get an I for incomplete. But we were talking, and I said, "You you know who could be a bust? Because do you know what most busts in the NFL are when, you, when you're a top 15 pick? It tends to not be talent. Like Solomon Thomas, he's going to play in the league for eight, nine years. He'll quote-unquote be a bust because he wasn't worth a third pick. But his he's just not good enough. He's a high-character guy. He works his ass off. He's just not talented enough because he's a tweener. He doesn't have a position. It's a, it's a football reason. If Baker Mayfield fails, it's going to be because of maturity. In work ethic. And last year he became fat. I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out, like, bro, you got that pudgy face. You're drinking too much. It's the big leagues, bro. Put put down the Coors Light. Just pick up a protein shake and pick up the clicker and watch a little film. Not working hard enough. Because you could argue he was one of the worst, not just quarterbacks, one of the worst full-time starters in the NFL last year. He was atrocious. Now, you could... Defend him and say, well, he might have had the dumbest coach in NFL history. And I'd say, okay, that's fair. The year before, when everyone was acting like he was a genius, he, or, a, I mean, some great player, people thought Freddie Kitchens was good. Genius would be strong, but thought Freddie Kitchens was a good offensive play caller once they fired Todd Haley and Hugh Jackson. But Baker Mayfield, and, and this is, I'm going to talk about the Ravens next, a little AFC North little primer. There is, there might not be a player in the NFL that has more pressure on him next year in 2020 or this upcoming season, assuming it happens, than Baker Mayfield. He has Odell Beckham. He has Jarvis Landry. 
He, I can never say this guy's name right. Najoku, say it really fast. He has Austin Hooper, who they bought today, who really actually a pretty team-friendly deal. Signed Jack Conklin. Now has a high-level guy in his meeting room with Case Keenum. Nick Chubb, who's a star. Kareem Hunt, who's damn good. Like, what else do you want? Tom Brady would die for half that. There's, we got no excuses for Baker Mayfield. The analytical community two years ago appointed him as one of the next greats. Last year, he was an embarrassment. And he's even admitted, I got fat. Said it. Need to lose some weight. When he said the Super Bowl, the day before, he had a shirt off. He looked terrible. Now, we'll see. All it takes is eating right, working hard. But the rubber's about to meet the road. And you know the scary thing for Baker in 2020? Is the OTAs, they're not going to happen. Offseason is is suspended indefinitely right now. Does he have the discipline to grind on his own? Because we saw that he didn't have the discipline to grind when he was around his team. So this is really, really going to test him. He's rich. He's got more money than $35 million from the Browns. He's got commercials. He's probably got $50 million in the bank. Does he have the inner drive? Does he have the self-discipline? Does he have the, the burning, just the fire inside him that after last year, really for the last six months, everyone laughed at him? Do you know what most of the greats? Listen, we, we all have a rough year. We all have an off year. I, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt that maybe he can turn it around. But we're sure as hell going to find out. Because when you laugh at great players, especially high picks that were great players, you, you better they're coming for blood. James Harden made fun of Giannis. He came out and like the next week was dropping like 40 and 20s. You made fun of Michael Jordan or Tom Brady or Peyton Manning or Aaron Rodgers. They're coming for your throat. Here's the thing with Baker Mayfield, though. He's not in any of those guys I listed. He's not an elite physical talent. If he does not max out maturity, work ethic, film study, the mental part of the game. What did Tom Brady say in Tom first time? I've given my life to this. Do you know what Drew Brees, who actually is Baker Mayfield's comp in terms of short, he's a better athlete than Baker, but not a great athlete, not a big arm, just hang his hat on accuracy. Do you know what Drew Brees really separates himself by doing? He's maniacal about the sport of football. He eat, breathes, and sleeps it. When, uh, I, I forget the, the offensive lineman, I want to say Brandon Shreef. I think that's his name. Uh, but I think that's that the Washington Redskins guy, whoever their play-by-play announcer is for the Saints, when he retired a couple years ago and he cried and he said Drew Brees is the most inspirational person he'd ever been around. And how the offensive linemen used to order him food on Wednesdays and Thursdays because they'd be going home and he'd still be there working. That's what it takes in this league. It's why you're paid all that money. It's why the good quarterbacks, you think you think Russell Wilson's going home early or not getting to the facility early? I don't know. I don't know much about Aaron Rodgers' work ethic, but his resume speaks for itself. We know Tom what Tom Brady does. We, I mean, I talked to Andy. That they can't kick Patrick Mahomes out. Andy told me at the Super Bowl, Mahomes already screaming at Andy to get him an iPad so he can go through every one of his plays. This is the off season. It's like Patrick, just get away. He's like, no, I want to. I want to go through all my second and third downs. That's the way. That's the way he's thinking. Patrick Mahomes on his on a bad day has. 10 times the talent than Baker Mayfield has on a good day. So that's what it takes. So now he has countless players around him. You could not ask for a better supporting cast. You could not ask for any more talent on offense. And they're in a position to also draft the tackle. They're going to have two new good tackles. They got running backs, got tight ends. They got wide receivers up the wazoo. Like, what else do you want? 
If you gave a young Peyton Manning or a young Aaron Rodgers or any guy like that, that type talent, you're the number one pick in the draft who everyone's acting like you suck. This, this is where people separate. If people told me I suck at podcasting, I suck at podcasting, if that's all I kept hearing, one, I'd either try to improve and figure out what everyone was saying, or maybe I'd, just, maybe I'd suck. But I'll promise you one thing I would do is I'd spend every waking moment to try to get better at this profession. And I follow him on Instagram. You know, sometimes it looks like he's screwing around. Now, I get Instagram is not a true view of a guy, but I know this. Tom Brady can be screwing around on Instagram. We know what he's doing. He's outworking you. I know what, I don't care what Patrick Mahomes does on Instagram. I know how hard he works. Or Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson or whoever these guys. Like Baker Mayfield, the microscope is on you. And here's a hot take. If he has a bad season this year and maturity is still a factor, he won't be on the Browns in 2021. I feel very confident about that. This coach, this general manager, they did not pick this player. This is not their guy. So if he doesn't get it done this year, and I don't mean Super Bowl or even playoffs, but if they can go 9-7 and and he can have a big season, he can look like he can be a franchise quarterback, then they're all good. If he has a below-average season and he looks like he's not even a top-20 quarterback, it might be over for Baker Mayfield in Cleveland. I'm dead serious. You can't have Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, multiple tight ends, multiple running backs, a much-improved offensive line, the scheme in which he's going to play in the zone running scheme. Kirk Cousins just put up career numbers in this, in this offense. Time to put up or shut up. I don't want to hear any excuses. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Sometimes it's a struggle between buying what you want over buying what you need. But with the Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card, you can do both. You earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you can earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. Earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like those new golf clubs you've been eyeing, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a divot repair tool for after you've torn up your lawn. Let's try that again. Earn 2% cash rewards 
on what you want, like workout equipment for your home, and then earn 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller to soothe your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the active cash credit card. It's ready when you are. With unlimited 2% cash rewards, the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash activecash. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'll give you another team I don't want to hear any more excuses on. And I'm not going to give them... Credit in the sense of the the Baltimore Ravens are well run. In my adult life, for the last 20 years, once they moved to Baltimore and they won that Super Bowl in 2000 or 2001, whatever, I think it was the 2000 season they won in 2001. Maybe it was, yeah, because the Raiders and the Bucks were in the Super Bowl the next year. They have been a high-level operation. They've had a couple down years, but for the most part, they draft good players. They just have pro bowlers at a lot of different positions, and they make the playoffs a lot. So, you know what I expect the Baltimore Ravens this fall to do? Make the playoffs. They've made some savvy moves. They get Calais Campbell for a fifth-round pick. They tag their best pass rusher that they still might, you know, trade. We'll see. Hayden Hurst, who had been passed by Mark Andrews, they trade for a second-round pick. Good moves. I expect them to be a double-digit win team. They're at the point now, to me, they're, I'm viewing them like the Houston Rockets. The Lamar Jackson version of the Baltimore Ravens, I view like the Houston Rockets. Regular season doesn't mean much to me anymore. Because the last two years, you've had home playoff games, and you've been throttled. Two years ago, you couldn't barely get a first down against the Chargers. Last year against the Titans, they beat your ass. We all watched it. Because the number one thing the Titans struggled to do, or excuse me, the Ravens struggled to do, is when it's third and seven against a good team in January, they can't complete a pass. And this is not all on Lamar Jackson. Their offense, it's so, it's just, they have so much success running the ball during the regular season. It doesn't work with your quarterback just running around trying to make plays aimlessly in January. We, we have a long history of the sport. You throw the ball to win in January, especially in the modern game of football with the rules. You better be able 
on third and five and third and six, third and seven, third and eight, third and nine in a tie game against the Chiefs, against the Patriots, against the Steelers, against the Broncos, whoever. You got the Texans, the the Colts. You get either completing that pass or you can't. And right now they haven't been able to do that. I know their defense is going to be good. They got a great defensive coach in Wink Martindale. They have a ton of good defensive players. They have a good personnel staff. They make good moves. Their offense is going to be stacked. They're going to be good. They're going to score points in the regular season. They might compete to be the one seed again. It's going to work. I, and I, I believe Lamar Jackson, unlike Baker Mayfield, I have faith in that guy. You know why? He doesn't talk much. He just produces. And then when he does get shit on, you know what he says? I got to get better. I got to work harder. Nobody cares. Work harder. Baker Mayfield, meanwhile, is fighting with reporters, saying he's got to lose weight, all this. You know what, Lamar? I just got to get better. So uh, you know what? I'm rooting for him. Now, do I think he can? We'll see. I'm not a big, and this gets back to Josh Allen. I like Josh Allen too, but like Lamar Jackson, typically very, very inaccurate quarterbacks. You know, Lamar Jackson has been more accurate, but let's be honest. He had a Monday night game last year where he threw five touchdowns. He threw for like 120 yards. It, It was a very, very special, unique season, but let's not act like he was Drew Brees back there. A lot of pressures on him, a lot of pressures on this team, and strictly the playoffs. Like the Rockets, the NBA's probably canceled for the year. We're judging you on the playoffs. No one cares about you kicking the crap out of the Bengals in an October game. We don't care about you beating the Raiders by 20 points in December. I'm going to judge you when you have a home playoff game or go on the road as a wild card team, can you win that game? Because the last two years, you haven't even been close. Two years ago, you got your ass kicked by the Chargers. In last, last, the Titans game, it was never close. They were in complete control. They were dominated, actually. Game was over at halftime, actually thinking about it. So, yeah, high-level moves. Ravens are a well-run operation. They've been a top, you know, 6-7 franchise in the, in the league the last two decades. But this Lamar Jackson run, he's on his rookie contract. You're able to make all these aggressive moves. It's time now. This is a year where we, we need to see some playoff victories or you're just a cute little regular season story with some fun little offense that works in the, in the regular season. You put up some sweet numbers. Uh, like James Harden won an MVP. Russell Westbrook won an MVP. But when it matters, they get their ass kicked when, when they're the guy. We'll see. Now, again, Lamar Jackson's way younger. Those guys are established veteran players. We got room for growth. But for them to win, and they're going to have a winning roster, you got to win on third, third and long in the playoffs. Okay, before we get to the Middlecoff mailbag, I'm, I'm just going to bang through some deals. Uh, one thing that broke pretty late was Amari Cooper re-signed for $100 million, $60 million guaranteed. Uh, I, I, I used to be very, very high on Amari. I, I'm now, you know, I wouldn't say I'm lukewarm. I, I would say I'm solid warm. He's a good player. Would I want to pay him average 20 a year and $60 million guaranteed? little rich for my taste. You know, similar to the numbers Michael Thomas got last year, I think Michael Thomas is a much more reliable player. In a big game, I can trust Michael Thomas. In a big game, Amari can be very hit or miss. Now, in the Dome, I think Amari's made for it. Amari is a bright lights player. He belongs in Dallas. Uh, Can he live up to the contract? I would by no means say it's a lock. Houston Texans signed Randall Cobb, $27 million, three years. So about nine a year. He got $18.5 million guaranteed. So you could look at it essentially when you give that type bonus, he's a lock to stay there for two years. Basically like two years, I mean, nine and a half a year, you know, essentially when you factor in the guaranteed money. 
You got rid of Hopkins, who was making like nine or ten million for Randall Cobb. Now listen, Randall Cobb was a solid player last year. Had a, three touchdowns, over fifty catches. He's just not Hopkins, and, and I just, I don't know, man. Don't like that one. Drew Brees, Charles Robinson's reporting the Saints are close to finalizing a deal. Makes sense. Uh, Redskins agrees to terms with Kendall Fuller, formerly of the Chiefs, good slot corner. The guy the Chiefs traded uh, when they got, oh, they traded Marcus Peters and then they landed Fuller. Stephon Diggs, we already talked about that. Chad Henney, back to the Chiefs. Clearly Andy likes him. Marcus Mariota to the Raiders. I'm a fan of that deal. Makes a lot of sense. Two years ago, he won a playoff game in Kansas City in the freezing cold. Derek Carr's never won in Kansas City. Mostly played bad. And he hasn't played very well in the cold. Seattle re-signed Jerron Reed. Two years, $23 million. You know, he is 27 years old. I think he got in trouble last year. Yeah, let's see. He had to sit out the first six games with domestic violence. Now, clearly Pete and John, they know him well, but a little rich for my taste. A.J. Klein signed by the Bills. You know, he's a solid rotational linebacker. He was a good player on the Saints a couple years ago. Uh, he was originally, I think, on the Panthers. Just just like the guy on my team. The Lions, what, what are the Lions doing? Gave Jamie Collins a bunch of money. They gave Van Oy a bunch of money. He's just trying to recreate the Patriots. I'm all for bringing a guy or two, but you're just bringing every expatriate and you're making them super highly paid. It doesn't work. It never works. Trey Flowers, Van Oy, Collins, it's just not going to work. There is not a bigger lock in America that Patricia and Quinn are fired. Lock. Put it in stone at the end of next year. Texans re-signed A.J. McCarron. I mean, A.J. McCarron stinks. Jets agreed to terms with OT uh, George Fant. They gave him $13.7 million guaranteed. I don't really have a take there. Uh, Eric Murray, Texan signed of the Browns. I'll be honest, don't really have a scouting report on him. I'm just being real with you guys. Try to keep it real. The Eagles agreed to terms with Javon Hargrave, formerly the Steelers, three years, $39 million. Uh, I don't know how much guaranteed money he had, but yeah, they, they they needed some interior help. Malik Jackson, who got hurt last year, should be back. Uh, Tim Timmy Jernigan will surely get cut. Now you got Malik Jackson, Hargrave, and Fletcher Cox. Pretty good, you know, rotational interior defensive lineman. Little bit of a shocker. The Bears gave Jimmy Graham almost ten million dollars in guaranteed. Texting with someone with the Bears, not Nagy, but they go, you know, it does. Ryan Pace knows him from the Saints. He still is a good red zone target. Mitch isn't very accurate, and he is tall. So I, you know, I, I'm not going to bitch and moan over giving $9 million to Jimmy Graham. Michael Brocker signed with the the Ravens. He's just a solid player. Zane Gonzalez, we don't do kicker takes here. Kyle Van Noy talked about that. Byron Jones basically got insane money the first two years, like $20 a year the first two years. I had to text around because I, you know, I haven't watched like really, really studied Byron Jones because you don't. If you just watch players on TV, you don't really get to see them. You you got to ask scouts 
about corners. And the one thing I was told, if he's a starter on your team, you feel really, really good about it. Is he Patrick Peterson or Revis or Sherman in his prime? No, he's not. Is he the highest paid corner ever? Yes. But is that because he actually just a good player that hit free agency? Yes. You know, the Dolphins, they traded all their good players. They have a bunch of cap space. They got a bunch of picks. They bought a bunch of players. James Bradbury got $45 million with the Giants. Uh, I've heard, actually, he's not that much worse than Byron Jones. Just another solid starter should improve their defense. Dennis Kelly re-signed with the Titans. They had to do that once Conklin leaves. I bet they like Kelly at his number a lot more than Conklin at his number. Raiders kept Peterman. We got a lot of action today. Chad Henney stayed. Uh, Graham Glasgow, who was with the Browns. Again, I to be honest, I, I, I don't have a scouting report on a center from the Browns. This, this signing is just mind-blowingly stupid. They gave Big V from the Eagles, the, the Detroit Lions, $50 million. I don't have the guaranteed money, but I, I saw it earlier today on Twitter. It was pretty big. You can't give Big V that much money under no circumstances. It, it can't happen. He's not a good pass protector. You can't pay a pass. You can't pay an offensive tackle solid money when he's not a good pass protector. It can't happen. And they did it. I think we've basically covered most of the Brady unsigned. I I think Jameis is in somewhat of a weird spot. There, there's a chance all the all the chairs are going to get filled here in the next couple days, and Jameis is not going to have one one, and two he's not going to have any leverage. There's a chance Jameis Winston's playing for like ten million dollars next year. And you know what? Like I said, go back to Tampa. Is that where you? Is that where he belongs? I I think so. Prince of Mokamora. Jets are poking around. Clowny. The Giants are in pursuit. So, yeah, this all this stuff's from earlier. So, that, that, that basically covers it. Okay, let's bang out a couple Middlecoff mailbag questions. At John Middlecoff, Instagram, slide up into those DMs. I'm running out of juice. I, I've given a lot of takes today on Periscope. Recorded another podcast. Recorded this podcast. Done some Instagramming. I, I, I have, I've given everything I had to the first day of free agency, even though I've been in quarantine. Question for the pod. Could you see a scenario where Deshaun Watson forces his way out of Houston? Leaving seems like it would be the best way for him to have a winning career. Well, in fairness to the Texans and Bill O'Brien, Deshaun Watson has had a winning career, right? When he has been there, when he has started for them, they're good, and they make the playoffs. That, that happens. So, DeAndre is his best friend, and sometimes it's like, well, just because your best friend gets traded, this is... This is the big leagues. Welcome to the real life. But I think Deshaun would say, well, name me five better wide receivers, you idiot. And Bill O'Brien would be like, uh, Randall Cobb? So, yeah, I, if I was Deshaun Watson, I'd be pissed off. I'd be, I, I would not be happy. I would not be happy at all. Is he going to force his way out of Houston? You know, I think he's up for a contract extension relatively soon, and that thing could be historically big. So, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a good question. I had a quick question pertaining to the running back market. Going forward and a special player like Christian McCaffrey who just saw Derrick Henry get franchised and only going to make $10 million. Would it be wise for him to convert to wide receiver for next year so if he's franchise tagged, it would be wide receiver money instead of running back and he would preserve his body going forward under the rebuild in Carolina instead of them driving him into the ground and getting rid of him once his contract is up? I know McCaffrey is a special case because of his receiving ability, 
but you're just trying to figure out a way for top-tier running backs to get more money. Yeah, I think it's tough because, you know, I, I saw a lot of players today go, I can't believe they paid Tannehill when the running back carried him. Well, guys, quarterbacks are more important. It's harder to find Ryan Tannehill than it is Derrick Henry. That's just, that's a reality. Now, is Ryan Tannehill more valuable last year to the Titans than the Texans? Or, I mean, to the Titans than Derrick Henry? You'd go, well, probably not, but they were not going to go to the playoffs with Marcus Mariota. Tannehill came in, resurrected him, helped lead him to the playoffs, made some huge plays. I think the problem for McCaffrey is he is such a good running back that even though they throw him the ball and he gets 90-plus catches, he is lining up in the backfield, and they are handing him the ball off. So, yeah, he could say, well, move me to slot receiver. Well, if I'm the offensive coordinator, I still want to put him in the backfield because I still want to give him the ball in those situations because that's where he thrives. So it's, it's just a very, very difficult situation. I, I don't know if there's a right answer to it because I think more often than not, they're in the right. They're in the right. They're, they're doing the right thing. You, you shouldn't franchise these guys. Or, I mean, you shouldn't long give them huge money. I, I think it's a very difficult spot. I, tight ends are very similar. There is not a tight end in the league, the highest paid tight end ever. Amari Cooper just got $60 million. $60 million in guaranteed money. The highest paid tight end in NFL history with guaranteed dollars, $23 million. Austin Hooper. Think about that. What's, what's George Kittle thinking right now? What's your take on what the Jets have done so far in free agency? I get JD being an O-line guy, may not want to overpay for a Tier 1 free agent alignment, but do they have the luxury of getting average guys in the Tier 2 of the draft? Are you worried his plan won't give us sufficient time to see Darnold develop? Yeah, you know, are you going to overpay Conklin? Are you going to pay Dennis Kelly? Uh, Are you going to pay some of these centers and guards? I'm with you. I I would bet him a little more aggressive. Have, I, have the Jets even signed anyone? I guess they signed Noah Fant. Or not Noah Fant, but the Fant from the from the Seattle. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm with you. I, I would have been a little more aggressive for offensive linemen. You know, the dude from the Patriots got franchised, so you can't get a hold of him. Uh, could you have signed Byron Jones to that type contract? Maybe. You know, you, you just... In 2020, you got you got to be aggressive in free agency. I already read that one. Packers fan here in Hawaii. Given the fact that Rodgers is getting older, what do you think about Green Bay going after Jonathan Taylor in the first round and creating a crazy duo with him and Aaron Jones? This draft is so loaded with wide receiver talent, arguably Green Bay's biggest weakness on offense. They get a great starter in the second round and address the other needs, linebacker, offensive line, ETC, and later rounds. Possibly even trading number two running back, Jamal Williams, for one of those needs. Love the pod. Keep it up. Don't hate that idea. My only issue with Jonathan Taylor in the first round, were they picking 28 or 29 because they were in the NFC Championship game? They're probably picking 29, right? Because they had a better record than the Titans. Would I take him at 29? I mean, in a perfect world, in a vacuum, yes. I would be comfortable taking him. My issue and the question I think NFL people have on Jonathan Taylor is how good of a pass catcher is he? I don't think he's bad, but I don't think he's McCaffrey or one of those guys. And to justify being taken in the first round, you got to be dynamic doing everything. And there are some fumble concerns. Well, they play in a division with the Bears and the Vikings, very, very physical defenses. And hell, even the Lions today, 
added Van Noy, added Jamie Collins, like they did get more physical. That, that's just something that I would need to know. And now all these visits are canceled. It, it, it makes it a little more complicated. It, it really does. I would lean probably taking a wide receiver there. Because, again, the value, I can get a running back in the later rounds. How's it going? Love the pod. Uh, With Ben coming back off the elbow and assuming he has one or two seasons left in the tank and Pittsburgh not having a first and always finishing middle in the top of the pack, should we be planning our future at quarterback? I think we saw Rudolph and Duck aren't the long-term solutions. I agree. Also, where do you think we need the most improvement via the draft? Trade outside quarterback. The O-line, thanks again for pumping out good content. Well, you got wide receivers. You got Juju. The other kid you drafted last year can fly. Vance McDonald and tight ends are solid enough. James Conner, you can always find running backs. Your defensive line is stacked. You tag Dupree. You keep TJ. You got players there. The dude you drafted from Michigan is going to be a good player. You add Minka. You got solid corners. Yeah, I mean, I think you got to figure out quarterback. You can never have enough offensive linemen. But do, am I taking a mid-round quarterback? I mean, I just took Mason Rudolph in the third round. A couple years ago, I took Dobbs in the fourth. I think their next quarterback, they got to take. They got to take a guy in the first round. How about how about this? Sign Jameis as the backup. It's great. Jameis and Big Ben. Talk about a reality show. You can just start a reality show. Jameis and Big Ben. That would be the name of the reality show. People would watch. It would get big numbers. I'll promise you that. Maybe that's your idea. Sign Jameis. Two-year deal. As of recording this, it's about 9 o'clock on the West Coast. He hasn't signed. And maybe if all the dominoes fall, he doesn't have a place to go. If Teddy goes to Tampa, you just sign him two years, $20 million, guarantee him like six or seven, and you just try to reclamation project. Ben gets hurt again, throw Jameis in there. Let it rip. Appreciate everyone listening. Busy-ass times. Uh... I'm tired and quarantined, free agency, stay safe. Hopefully this entertained you and uh, we'll just keep on chugging. Peace. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. 
the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.